Yeah, that's why I like doing the intro because then you know that we've started. So we it's done and then... Yeah, you seem a little bit on edge. <laughs> yeah, because once that's done... Just then, do it then. Can we do it? Yeah. But, make it fun. Okay. But I, you can't expect me to be funny in it because I'm. that's not who I am. Okay. Hello, welcome. It's Pretendship. Uh, have a very special episode, being that it is uh, episode 69. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, well, I had to, yeah, I've twisted my girlfriend's arm into coming on, but she's not only my girlfriend. I'm not like. Who am I? Well, you're a, a person in your own right, aren't you? You're not just Peter's missus. <laughs> Although that is what I've just introduced you as. I could have introduced you as Tanny B. Tea Leaf, Borrower, Tanbo, Bo Tanny Bay, Borrowodge, Vamps, Teebs, Mint Tea, Mary Pappins, Tanman, Tanimal, The Adventures of Tantan, or Daniel Bay Screwis. What's the last one? Daniel Day Lewis. I've not heard that one. I know, I just. There's just loads that you there. haven't got. What's the other one? Did you get Tinkerbell? Who the fuck calls you Tinkerbell? On one of my mates when I was in... I used to call her next girlfriend Tinkerbell. Yeah, so. maybe not. Tangerine. Tangerine, That's... no problem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, enough of that. Um, yeah, what I wish I'd done is introduce you like, oh, it's a, a qualified massage therapist, a budding, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. a student of social enterprise, all that stuff. And then, and then gone, and also happens to be my significant other. And then it seems like, do you know what I mean? But now it, I've not done that, and we'll probably keep all this. For the listeners, people who aren't watching, Tanya's giving a little <laughs> nod of, what's up? You, it's podcast, speak. Right, in you get, and we'll... Uh, it's not going to be a sex-oriented one, even though I just it would have felt weird to have someone else on. I always want to have you on anyway. If you really want that, you have to watch Zach's episodes. Zach, Zachariah O'Higgins. Yeah. Tends to be a lot of sex in those ones. Yeah. Is, that, is your MO in this episode just going to be directing people to other episodes? I haven't asked her to do that. That's very nice of you to try and increase my... Yeah, Zach's the one. That'll do, <laughs> won't it? It's so awkward. It is awkward. Um, well, oh. I'm, I'm glad that you're joining me. Bab, I nearly called you, but is it creepy? If, is it yeah, like a public display of affection yeah, if you call you? I really don't like it. I like it when it's in private, but when it's not... Come on, Bab. It makes my bones shiver. Makes your ovaries vibrate. No. No? No. Okay. Babs. We won't do it. You don't, you've not called me Babs for ages, though. It's now Pap. Yeah, or pa- Don't you think Pappy. it's weird that you call me Pappy when that means Dad? Hey, Pappy. Have you got Dad problems, <laughs> I didn't think you'd bring it up. You know that sometimes I make you wear a fake moustache and a trilby. <laughs> Smack my bottom. Oh. Um, you look ravishing, by the way, Tanya. Let me say. Because, you. you know, I see you just sticking it around the house <laughs> most days. With your little bum all eyes. Put, put some effort in today. <laughs> yeah, it's good to see bum you looking like eyes. a human, you know. I'm joking, you look gorgeous every day, don't you? <laughs> And you as well. No. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Um, yeah, I've got some questions, a couple of questions. 
we'll see if that prompts any sort of interesting conversation. Okay. I really had to just, I'm sure you want me to give this disclaimer. Tanya really expressed no interest in being in this podcast and I had to, it was a graft working away, you know, just like chip, chip, chipping away for months to get finally get you to like why 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 do i not want to be on oh strange (laughs) it's a strange it is weird yeah with someone that you know well yeah like we said so we're talking about stuff that we've already talked about Mm. so instead of saying do you remember when i I said that or we already said this but this is what i said you have to kind of ignore that well i'll try and handle that you don't have to pretend anything and we're in a a tree house yeah that's really bright yeah it doesn't look quite as bright like anyone that's been on guests now yeah. or people that have been around we're actually in a very it's like surgically bright this room yeah and we're like a meter away which we never We'd do probably be entwang- entangled entwined. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right yeah it's just really weird yeah um <laughs> as we were talking about sort of milling about the house during lockdown obviously um you've been yeah, you go to work a couple of days a week at Starbucks. Yeah. You've uh, been doing a bit of uni stuff and we're looking after our ne- uh, your nephew now. I'm not blood related to that guy. I don't, I've got no vested interest in if he lives or dies, but, mm-hmm. you know, you care a lot about <laughs> Um Something I, I, I wanted to ask you, there's a couple of questions just I hadn't really prepared, but I've been wondering okay. about, like, do you think... How do you think the lockdown has sort of impacted, if at all, our relationship? Do you think it's sort of made us stronger or in any way raised up some issues? Or maybe it's just pushed us into a later stage of our relationship? Like, what, what's going on with it? Um, I think at the beginning, I remember we struggled. Mm. It was difficult because, you know... We were used to, I was at work, you were, you were, where were you? You were going, to, was it Scruff before then? Can't remember. Yeah, but we've never spent so much time together. We're, I think we're quite independent people. But I think in the long run, I think it has made us closer because we've been forced together. <laughs> um, that's nice, isn't it? Yeah. That's good. I think I've learnt a lot more about you. What about about yourself? About myself from COVID. Yeah, just like having to spend so much time. I think I probably need to spend more time with people than I thought. Because mm. I'm, I'm quite a... You had been selling yourself this story that you desperately need to spend time alone to, to recharge. Yeah, like, and that's less true yeah. than you thought it was. Yeah, like I, I am a natural hermit, but not as much as I thought I was. Mm. Especially when you don't see... Uh, people for ages you really crave and you never text your friends back either do you no it's not like that i call her another name that i have for i didn't include in the intro ten ring tanya you that's you now what do you mean you never have your phone on well on it makes sense i wouldn't have my phone on otherwise it just all day ding 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 you can have your phone on loud it's all good <laughs> i do i have it on vibrate i don't have it on loud i bet you do you little saucy things <laughs> episode 69 folks um yeah, I was going to say, because there was some point at which, it was like a couple months ago, where I was doing something quite private, not sexual. I was just doing something that you commented on after you went, I came in the room 
and it seemed like I oh. shouldn't have been there. <laughs> <laughs> Can I start? Yeah, explain it. Um, so, so I was in the kitchen and something just came over me where I just had this weird thought. I think I'd kind of heard like a bang and I just had this weird thought. I think pe- some people do it. It's like a paranoid thing or just your imagination running wild where you imagine like someone turning on you and becoming, you know, what if they became violent? And I had that thought about you because of the loud noise. Mm. So I felt a bit sad <laughs> and I wanted comfort. So I went to your room to kind of get a hug from so you. So when you say my room, you mean the study, the where, study. where I work? Yeah. Um, so I walked in and I opened the door. You had your headphones on <laughs> and you were listening you were watching the video, I don't know what it was, but it was like, what What sort of music was it? Mosher, just metal. I can't even remember what you were doing, but it was, go on, you must know what you were doing. What did well, I? Well, <laughs> it's really... It was really personal and yeah, private. Yeah, it's really private. <laughs> um, it's super mortifying to bring up, but I, I do like, I like to... <laughs> I do like to, uh, you know, try and be as honest on the podcast as, as yeah. possible, so... Um, I was listening to some music and, you know, dirty breakdowns and uh, and I think I was just like... Oh yeah, you were. You were raging. Yeah, I was like tense in my whole body and like almost like screaming, but just silently. I was just going... Ah! Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and just like on the breakdown, just... <laughs> And then, you, and then uh, I remember, because I did it twice in that little session, I was listening and it had two big nasty drops in it and I was like in between the drops I remember sort of like looking over my shoulder and being like oh Tanya doesn't walk in this is really embarrassing if she catches me out this and then I went in the next room and then you were like but but have you not found you've had any moments like that where you wanted privacy to either you know do something that you would be able to do in complete comfort with you know no thought to how you know anyone walking in on you or anything like that um, and what is probably similar, I think it's mostly to do with when you're uh, listening to music, you kind of do your own thing, and that's something really private. So it's similar if I'm listening to music and I'm start dancing. Yeah. It's a very indulgent thing. Yeah, have you and found there's... you've been able to dance as much now or as with as much, you know, abandon? What, since? Now, now that I'm always present. I've kind of gotten used to you being around, so I'll just sometimes do it in front of you. I'm having to sort of steal away off to the uh, the bathroom to rub one out now, and just and then you'll be like walking past and like you'll knock on the door. And I'm just I'm just in the bathroom, and you'll be like, "Are you nearly finished?" I'm like, "Just I'm just in the bathroom." Yeah. Sweet. Has it been harder now that Elias has been around? Has yeah, yeah. You, you guys went on a walk before, so I made full. Yeah use of my uh, my time or even you know before all this where we could have been um, alone more I may have found myself you know maybe I wanted to have a cry and I'm like I'll watch videos of mm-hmm. like deaf kids getting hearing aids and I can just have a cry to myself but I'd be constantly afraid that you'd like walk in and find me crying oh I don't think that's bad it would be you cry in films this is how I know you're crying <laughs> it's on. a similar thing when I know you fart your body Gives you away. Okay. So when when you fart, you tense. Yeah. And then when you you're crying. But my, I mean, let's if we're talking about my farts, 
you know, it's not as if I'm like, and then smelly, normally silent. Yeah, they're normally silent. Normally don't smell. Yeah, they, yeah that's true. Typically. That's true. You take the piss because it's, at most, you'll just hear it. Well, recently they've been quite vocal. Vocal parts. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, when I'm crying, what? When you're crying, you're also tense, but there's a little bit of a shake or a little bit, bit of a shudder. Like you, you're trying hard not to move, but you, it's like a slight vibration. The, the worst thing, I think, would be... Uh, if we if I just, like, cried... But I never look at you, though. I know, because I think if I were to openly weep, you might turn to me and be like, oh... And then I just feel, like, completely mm-hmm. emasculated then. Yeah. Like, if it's just like, yeah, just crying because it's fucking sad, innit? But if you're like, oh, you're crying... Yeah, no. Ruin it. I think the the last. Do you know how I know if you're crying? Mm. Because it's a day of the week. <laughs> yeah, I cry at everything. Everything's just so moving, though. Just life. Just yeah, every little moment that your maybe an eyes advert... have wetened. Are you about to <laughs> shed a tear now? It, it's true, though. I just I don't know. It's nice to be in touch yeah. with that. But I also don't absolutely ball in front of you like so we can be watching a film and I'll shed some tears but there's been times where I'm on my own Mm. and I watch a film and I'm just blubbering like a is it a whale is that that yeah blubbering as a whale would yeah yeah they're always crying (laughs) (laughs) no that sounded like a yeah One of them. The film The Land Before Time. <laughs> Have you seen it? Maybe when I was a kid. Yeah, I've not seen it since I was a kid. And we used to absolutely rinse it as a kid. We Kids, we were so into it. And I watched it and there's a part where... What's his name? Long Neck, the little one. I can't remember a single one. Little Foot, Little Foot. Oh, the only one I can remember is there was one that looked like an ex-girlfriend of mine. Oh, yeah. Ducky. Yeah. Ducky. <laughs> People used to call her Ducky. But People that know me will laugh at that. They'll know who yeah. it is. Um, Shouts to her. She's watching. I think she caught the last episode of yours. A little birdie told me. Give her away. Give away to all my exes, Tanya. <laughs> Stop. And the side pieces. Stop. Vanessa and Katrina. <laughs> um... Uh, what was I saying? Oh yeah, so Littlefoot, his his uh, his mum dies. Yeah. And he gets separated from everyone that he is knows. Is it? Like, oh, it sounds like you know you're imagining oh, Bambi's mum died. No. Is it done in a real sad way? Or? So his mum saves him from a T Rex. I'm pretty sure that's what happens. Or oh, you went the other day. We watched Kung Fu Panda. Yeah. And then the mum hides him in the turnips. <sighs> And then she like she goes, oh my baby, and then she runs, and it's the it's something to do with the way that they, um, well, filmed it, but obviously it's not real. But the, the, the where the pretend digital camera in the yeah. world was, um, and she like it stays on his POV, and she run the mum runs away off up the hill, and there's like wolves come in, and then she like she just starts waving to them, and she looks so like pathetic, just trying to get their attention. That's the part. Yeah, that was the. It was. It was her going like, "Come on, come and get me and kill me." Yeah. And then you can see her running away. It's always a good, good uh, tearjerker in films, isn't it? The last one that got me was um, Warrior. Yeah. Yeah, Nick Nolte, alcoholic dad. Yeah. Tom Hardy just sort of dashes some 
chips at him in the casino and just goes, fuck off. Mm. And then he finds him and he's just relapsed. And then he sort of, he doesn't even like this guy. I can very much relate with, I'm sure a lot of like men can sort of relate with the relationship he has with his dad where he's, he's judged him not to have been a, an effective father, but then you're mm. also, you're not a piece of shit. So you, if, if your dad's like crying, you're like, oh, you just take, you just feel a bit like pity for him. Yeah, it's such a sad scene. Yeah, I was thinking, what if my dad was just like blubbering? He's like, because I've, I've not got a good relationship. But I also see it from the father's side as well. Mm. So you can see it from Tom Hardy's side, his character's side. But for me, you can tell that he's really trying and he really Yeah, the wants... reticence is that like he took, he just wishes that he hadn't been a piece of shit yeah, the and whole he, time. You know, through the whole you know, beginning of the film, the first half of the film, he you can see how much he tries and no matter what he does, he just gets knocked back constantly. And him deciding to drink again and when he's listening, what is it, to Moby Dick? Yeah. That part, and he's just sink. Because like my, he... my reading of, of his listening to the audio tape of Moby Dick is that he sees himself as a sort of Ahab figure yeah. where he never saw Tommy Conlon, is um, Tom Hardy's character's name, he never saw him through to, you know, being the best wrestler and he had the, all these charts he breaks out at one point, these, like, fucking hand-drawn little certificates and just shit like that, yeah. and you can tell that. It seems to me as if that he feels he never achieved what he wanted to with with Tommy, and uh, so that's that's why he's listening to that and he's like listening to it and cry and he's like really aggressively crying. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's uh, the but distinction. That, the whole way through from when because Nolte's got a, a great way of just like little. He's got such command over the micro expressions of his face, mm-hmm. and all the way from when he finds. Um, his son and then and the chatting all the way through to the end of the next scene where you know his son's got him like wrapped up and he's just sort of like chilling with him in, in bed mm. just trying to like see him off to sleep yeah you, you reminded me then so someone else that does micro such beautiful micro expressions is um is it Polly, Polly. from Peaky Blinders oh my god her acting is do an impression so- of her uh, no, I can't do it. You love doing it. What? What is it? We watched um, Peaky Blinders for the first time during, uh, like, the most recent lockdown. Yeah, it? so like so last in the month. Past, yeah, a month or two. Totally avoided the hype train for the longest mm. time. Didn't get any spoilers either. I didn't anyway. Yeah, I think that's w- probably why you avoid it, because if you're sort of talking about it, while it's mm. not, unless you're like completely up to date, so you can't do it a month after or a year later, so we had to wait a little bit, and it's like all the furore died down. I know they're very un- uncomfortable chairs. Oh, I'm my sorry. God. Age. Oh, can't cross my legs without it hurting. Oh, decrepit old woman. <laughs> um, uh, I, don't, I didn't rate it. I didn't think it was as good as everyone else did what the, the series yeah yeah so as a whole rating the series i wouldn't put it at the top either but components of the series like the acting yeah and the actors yeah uh this the characters yeah and the storyline as a whole yeah it's very not, addictive very yeah. it's like entertaining enough for sure it's not it's not a convoluted layered Storyline. That's not what it is. It's quite easy. It's easy, easy watching. Easy watching, yeah. and it gives you everything that you want. It's sort of like a guilty pleasure, I thought, yeah. where you were like, I could. It's certain shows, you're like, this is gold. I'm yeah. learning from this. You know what mm. I mean? Whereas Peaky Blinders, I always 
felt like I could be doing something better than this. I could be like doing something productive and we're just watching people sort of stand around. Do it. it was very formulaic when it like yeah. just, it was Is all it, the same. It doesn't really get you thinking about anything uh, too deep. Yeah, and there's a lot of cheap tricks in there, yeah. like cheap sort of TV devices that they would use yeah. in there. But I enjoyed it. I liked yeah, it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I just didn't think it was worth the acclaim that has been sort mm. of lavished upon it by the masses. I thought it was a little bit like... It's because all the girls fancy Tommy. Yeah. yeah. You know what, though? Do you remember at the beginning I said... What's his name? Well, you, you're Killian not a Murphy. Tommy fan. Well, so at the beginning, before we even started the first episode, I said, I can't imagine... And you came around to it. Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine um, a role that Killian Murphy could do where I would find him attractive. He's got the big and bug he's, eyes. He and is shit. attractive as Tommy Shelby. That's so weird, isn't it? Because yeah. Killian Murphy is a nice person who would be a fine husband to any woman mm. or man. Um, whereas what's his name? What's his name? Thomas Shelby. Tommy Shelby. Um, his uh, he's an awful person, really, isn't he? Yeah. Like everyone loves him, but he's. Uh, a ruthless cut cutthroat criminal who doesn't mind having people die, innocent people. Yeah, but that's that's what the ladies want. They want someone that's a bad boy. A bad boy. I just want him to do murders. And he he has a soft side as well, and that's the key point. Yeah. So his relationship with um, Grace. Mint card. Mint, mint card. His relationship. For the, for the record on that. More attractive with the mint card nose. Yeah, I agree. When she I came agree. back, I was like, what the fuck's wrong with her face? And then we figured out, we're like, she's had a nose job. Well, it just doesn't look bad. It just She looks she, worse. She, she looked more interesting. Yeah, and, that's what I think she's taken away. She's yeah. taken away her, uh, an interesting feature that, that makes her unique. That, she doesn't look bad now. It's just not as good. Um, but yeah, her relationship with Tommy is the... the key to to people's liking of him so much yeah. on the on the girl side without that he's just like well he's attractive I, I semi-vouched for the grace relationship because they took a while to build it up and there was a lot of tension there and mm. um even though i found it to be completely implausible that he wouldn't have suspected her much earlier do you know what i mean like, yeah we didn't believe there that was part. so much evidence there was, and we were like it's going to be the big twist at the end where he's always known mm. and then it was like a surprise to him i was like mate are you a fucking idiot it doesn't take sherlock holmes to see what's going on um but i rooted for the relationship every you know succeeding relationship after that i've just been like what, I don't even know the name of the chick with the crazy, you know, the chick with the huge, May. handsome face. May. May. Who's Tom Hardy's real life wife. Oh, bit of gas. <gasps> uh, yeah, didn't even, I was like, why is she in it? What is she here for? And then there was like that nut, nut job. Uh, ta, ta, Tatiana? Petrovska or something. Some Russian name. This is maybe this is a uh, mega boring for people that haven't seen Peaky Blinders. Yeah, just don't give a fuck about this. Or other on. films. Let's go other films. Something that we do. Um, I don't know if other couples do this, but I think it's like our cute little ritual that we do after we choose films. Uh, well, after we've seen a film, as it as the credits roll, I'll turn to you and I'll go trivia or reviews. Mm. No, actually, you do it after the the credits because you like to listen to the music in the credits sure. it's, all, it's all part we, of the experience sometimes we play the credits game as well yeah 
So the credits game is you're embarrassed really by it. No, because other people are like, let's we can play the credits game now. So we look for either Tanya or Peter as someone's first name in the credits. Yeah. And I think what's the rule? Because there's so few Tanyas. So if I get a um, a if you get mention. One, it's like five points. Or it's something. five points, yeah. But I just get one point or half you a get, point. You get yeah, one point. But yeah, after the credits, then we go uh, trivia or reviews. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you'll just sort of like be half falling asleep while I just, in dulcet tones, just serenade you with the uh, reviews or the, yeah. any interesting trivia. Yeah. I think it helps us articulate how we felt about the film, hearing reviews that sort of corroborate how we, yeah. you know, experienced so. it. Just as you've got the floor now, as you have a, uh, a a platform, do you want to admonish me for always picking the film, or do you, have you got anything to say about the way you don't think it's democratic enough? Um, do you want to explain well, how we pick films? So, no, you can explain that. I'm going to put some sauce on it. You, you explain okay. it, don't worry. Um, so, I will prepare a selection of films for Tanya. I will... Perhaps, um, and I might even do some interrogation beforehand. How are you feeling? What sort of thing would you like the next night? I'll try and be mindful of whether or not she's been at work, um, What whether we've decided we're going to get delivery on. Not always, though. Not every single time. No. There are, but, you know, this is a, a good rule of thumb. Okay. Fairly frequently. Um, and then I'll get maybe four or five films together. Um, I'll have... Uh, I'll know whether or not you've seen them. I'll... Uh, I'll make sure that it's all, you know, some uh, value to each of the films. So it's it's not just like bullshit films that the critics panned and the audience panned. It's either like I'll I'll come to you with the films. I'll tell you a little bit of a summary of the bio, who's in it, and then I'll say audiences thought it was okay. Critics really liked it. I'll you know I'll give you a little bit of context, and I'll make sure there's a selection. I'll go rom com. I'll go action film, I'll go... Not you know, always, quiet. No, not always. Not always, but... More often than not, they're action films. N- nonsense. Poppycock, yeah, that's right? what I would say. No, no. I think the films that you're lacking... I so brought the, you Palm Springs the other day, Nomadland. Yeah, only because you found out that I like rom-coms. Right, so I don't know what your point is. Yeah, I don't know the, what my point is. Your point is, <laughs> oh, you found out something I like and then you've begun to <laughs> yeah, adapt your... Not. Ignore that part. Oh, you want that pit part cut out, do you? <laughs> you want that ignored, do you? That's what you just said, ignored. Ignorton. <laughs> Let me tell this one. We were watching uh, Les Mis. <laughs> no, that... No. And Hugh Jackman. Um, no, that one was... I purely said it for you, for your benefit. <laughs> right, and now everyone's going to enjoy it. So, <laughs> um, Hugh Jackman, um, at one point, is dragging Eddie Redmayne's character, Hugh Jackman's character, I should say, is dragging Eddie Redmayne's character through the sewers to escape from some... I wasn't really watching. I didn't like the film, to be, to be fair. But So they're all just covered in shit. So it's Hugh Jackman and uh, Eddie Redmayne. <laughs> and I go... I sort of lean to you and I go, hey, Pooh Jackman. And then you, you like chuckled. You didn't really react too much to it, which I found out was because the cogs were turning and you were like, what can I reply with here? And the moment had passed. It was a fair amount of time later, and then you went, "Eddie Red Toilet." <laughs> <laughs> so good. I knew it was. I knew it was shit. Yeah. But I said but it yeah, for I'm you. I'm celebrating yeah, that yeah. In, in the way that it was intended. Um, 
So yeah, I think that's a fair way for us to pick films. I come to you, I go, which of these films would you like to want? Something for every occasion, a horror film, you know, a crier, you know, it's always... And then you think that that is unfair if we pick any of them because they were all my choice. And you think that half the time we sh it's you that should be picking. But I don't think that's fair because you're not offering anywhere near the breadth, the well, array. What do you offer? The, the, um, the uh, times that I actually offer films is very few. So I always feel like... You've earned... I've earned, yeah, at least... And there's been times where I just go, put whatever you want this, on. When I, put whatever you want on. Yeah, but I don't want you to have to compromise. I want... The reason I put that effort in is because I want you to be happy with what we pick. I don't want... Like, I never go, let's just watch what I want to watch. I want to watch... Yeah, you do. Crank, so that's what we're watching. Yeah, you do. It doesn't happen. Yeah, you do. You said, what, what was it? Ocean's Eleven. The other day you were like, I really want to watch this series. <laughs> I watched all three for you. <laughs> It was Christmas. And, and that happens all the time. There's been so many times where I've just agreed. I think you've just forgotten. But anyway, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not talking about that. Cutting all this out. <laughs> so the part that I'm talking about is um, the genre that I like the most, that you never, ever want to watch, is like a drama, a, like a... A heartbreaking drama, or a I could hit you with or all a, kinds or a dark, of dark, a dark drama. I, I suggested Dead Man's Shoes, or like a weird drama. Holy Motors. This is years ago. That one. I can't. And Dead Man's Shoes. Now. You're not trying to watch dramas in lockdown. D Dead Man's Shoes was good. It's like no, I'm not talking about lockdown. I'm talking about ever, ever. Well, we. I, I think we did. We've been through some dramas, but now we. Uh, now it's just like life is sad. You want a little bit of levity, don't you? So I will offer four or five different ones. Different, all the same tone. No, no, no. No. Yeah. No. You would rather cry for one hour 50, cry for one hour 46, cry for two hours well, 10. But so my point was that I don't offer it. I don't ask very often. So I should... And you'd be happy be to force me to watch a film that I don't want to watch. You'd be happy with that. I feel no. upset. You've just said that you didn't like Ocean's Eleven. No, 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 no. no. I didn't I say that. I genuinely thought that you loved those films. I didn't say that. I said I watched it for you. We watched your animated one. This was Christmas that we watched the Ocean's trilogy. Mm. We watched your animated and one you class. And you didn't want to do it. No. And it was incredible. Right. So you should listen to me more often. Thank you. That was a really Thank wicked you. film. It was amazing. That's my favourite Christmas movie it's now. It's a little gutting that we can only really sort of reasonably watch it at, at Christmas. Yeah. I'd watch that again now. Yeah. Just while we're on the subject of films and like Netflix, I want to just make my uh, my opinion, my very important opinion known about Netflix. It's not, why does everyone just like, yeah, Netflix and chill. We need to start demanding more from Netflix. They're doing such a subpar job of being Netflix, I think. There's no films on there. You go, let's watch that. And you type it. Sometimes the sequel to a film's on. The film's not on there. And then you're trying to watch a film. I, like, I think you've got a torrent. All the Obviously, there's ethical things about that. But buy the DVD or well, the Blu-ray or whatever, I think. But, yeah, I just can't understand. It's so easy to just torrent things and just have it. So it's all free. You can have thousands of Blu-ray quality films for free. Is it the moral argument? Is that what people? Because I don't. I think it's immoral to charge. What What is Netflix like? 
ten pound a month or something. Uh, it it ranges. So I think the cheapest the cheapest you can do is eight pounds. That is extortionate. Because mm. how long have you had it? A few years. You've spent yeah. hundreds and hundreds of pounds on it. Yeah. And it's got no films on there. The films that it has got, it's like it got, it flicks into like low quality. Sometimes you're watching it going, "This is in like four eighty p right mm. now. What the fuck's going on?" Sometimes it's out of sync, you know, if you pause it and then unpause it, you're like, this is out of sync now. At the end, things start popping up and shit, just like, I'm trying to watch a film, why am I being advertised that right now? You don't get, if you torrent your thing, you've got it, you own it, it's in sync, it's fucking Blu-ray quality. Yeah, but you do run the risk of getting just a different language. That happened one time. (laughs) No, you rarely get... A different language. And you can't find subtitles very well for film, foreign films. I can find them like that, no problem. Well, it's like a bit of effort, isn't it? No, it's barely effort. People are just like, will you download me a film? I'll teach you in 10 minutes how to download video games, films, ebooks. Do you know I, what I mean? I knew how to do it when I was younger. Everyone should just be doing it. Yeah. And then if you really value something, like you value that film, pay for merch, pay for, like buy that film mm. and just have it in the fucking, on the shelf. But just... Try out everything for free. Music. Spotify is the same. I don't rate... At least Spotify, like, the quality's there. Mm, yeah. They're not expecting you to listen to, like, bullshit quality thing. And everything's on Spotify. Netflix doesn't... Ha- and, it barely has anything. And they're always uh, up in the game. Spotify? Yeah. Like, they're always adding new things. Like, now with podcasts, they've got videos. Even with the music, uh, they, they'll add, like, little videos that you know about this. Mm-hmm. Um, they've started doing like more curated uh, playlists for you, personalised from just whatever you've listened to in your whole life. Um, There's so many different things. In your whole life. In your whole life. There's so many different things that they they keep trying to improve to to make it more valuable. But I, I haven't seen Netflix do that. It just seems like they've not changed much at all. The only thing that changes is they, they might change the... Um, the image of the yeah, film like the thumbnail and that. to make you think that you've not seen it before and they're like new to Netflix this thing five star and it's some and awful thing and it's not thing. new like there's been uh, a series that keeps coming up going new episodes and they, they aren't new they're just there to trick you so it's just all loads of smoke and mirrors fuck everything they're about yeah could, could totally live without Netflix you're not always there so I just like Netflix to I'll teach you half an hour <sighs> Download anything you like. Perfect quality. And it's things that will never, ever be on Netflix. It's got 5% of the films on Netflix. Yeah, maybe I need to do that. Let's get... Shall we get into these questions? I I was going to bring them out before and... uh, Forgot. And we got carried away with ourselves. We'll cut everything before this and we'll just drop it in there. okay. So question one is, what's something I say a lot? Something you say a lot? I think you say things like, I'm so sleepy. I know what you say a lot. Oh, God. What is it? <laughs> you talk about your podcast a lot. <laughs> it's not cool, is it? You do. I just... want to project the uh, impression to my audience that I just sort of knock these out, just like, yeah, record one, done. But yeah, there's, no, you do. I'm always but coming in asking you about that. Like, I what think it's I nice, though. It? I think because it shows how uh, interest you, in, like, not interested. Invested. Invested you are into it and it's you know it's creative and um you're connecting with people and you want it to be good and you're striving for it to be good 
So when you do bring it up a lot in different... But in your mind you go, oh, this again. Well, no, just... <laughs> just what? <laughs> Say it. Well, you just... It's just a lot, that's it. Loud and clear. <laughs> Loud and clear. Um, but it's nice, like I said, it is nice. Yeah, I think one that you mention a lot is that you're always sort of drawing my attention to your plants. You grow many different... You're like, look at my avocado plant, Peter. And I've Zero. never expressed... Like, you are a trusted advisor on the podcast stuff. Yeah. I'll be like, which of these branding things? Like, do you think this looks too much? Is this too quick? This part? And you'll give a, a sort of really valued insight that I'm like oh you'll send that I do it with music videos and stuff as well I'll, I'll run it by you and then whatever you say I go yeah you're right and yeah like I, you've never just come out with some bullshit and I go mm. maybe it's because I I look at the details I'm a detail orientated orientated person oriented oriented can you say both please one's like American American-ish but yeah I don't really look at it as a whole I see the small bits that maybe you might miss because you are a big picture type of person i'd say i'm absolutely detail oriented you think but yeah. you also have like ideas that are all encompassing They're not mutually exclusive things Tanya. well maybe you've got both then i'd say I, I go down to like ridiculous levels of detail and things and i have to like dial it back when i'm speaking to another human because i seem absolutely ridiculous to them yeah yeah but with the plants i was going to say is like you, you bring them up and I've never been like, oh, yeah, really? And then what's going to... I just go, oh, wow. Like, I, I'm really, like, awful. At, you know, I'm not Yeah, being... and I know that you have zero interest in it, but I just want someone to talk to about them. You and you're right plants. there. Because they don't talk back. Couple of questions. How tall is your GFBF? How tall? Yeah. You are five... Seven? Five eight, five seven. Five nine. Five nine. And now it makes it seem like I am five eight, and then I'm all precious about it. I just know that you. Why did you guess five seven? Because I I just knew that you were a few inches more than me. Yeah, a bunch of inches more. That's that's all I was going off. Five seven. Do I look five seven? <laughs> um, what does your? You didn't pa- guess mine. Five five. Yeah, you got it. I know what you weigh, I know your measurements and shit. Well, how much do I weigh? Um, I'd say you haven't actually weighed yourself recently, no, so I'd yeah, say it's true. a little more than we would think. I'd say you're like seven and a half stone. Fat bitch. <laughs> how much do I weigh? Eleven. No, not close even. Twelve. Terrible. Thirteen. You're a terrible spouse. I don't know, I, don't, I just don't... I don't Twelve. Know. Twelve stone is what I weigh. That's close. Like, do you weigh six and a half stone? I just, yeah, I just don't, yeah, just carry on. The, your significant other's favourite show. You like um, Terrace House, but they cancelled that because one of the um, contestants topped herself. Yeah. She got online bullied and now you she, can't watch it It was it weird no though, because she was supposed, she was quite nice throughout the whole thing and like very lovable. Um, and it was just, I think, being in a house with people that you don't really know that well. And things get on top of you and you just get irritated and sometimes you might lash out. And that was literally it. She wasn't... Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they showed it, which was bad. The editing probably made her look worse. Yeah, they beefed it up. She signed the contract. Uh, you want to be a reality star, you want people to be interested in what you're doing, right, and mm-hmm. have something to say about it and be invested in your life, right? 
So either they're not, and then you can have as much privacy as you want, you can do and say whatever you want, but you're not going to earn any money for pictures of yourself and, and get to go on shows and get money for speaking appearances and, and meet and greets at clubs and shit like that. Mm. Fine. I don't want I don't want that either, do you know what I mean? I want to be able to live my life. But you can't get money for doing fuck all. If you want money for doing fuck all, for just sort of like, I'm me, look, it's me doing things. And that's what a reality star is, isn't it? Like you've not got a talent or a skill or anything for the most part. Someone in her position, although she was like a wrestler as well. What's <laughs> up? Just that I knew what she... Um, she she wants like it's, it's people complaining about being famous it's like well which which do you want do you want to be able to just lay low and, and privacy in which case you have to get a job like the rest of us or do you want to just be able to just swan about and everyone gives a massive fuck about what you're doing but if everyone gives a massive fuck then they're gonna have something to say whenever you do anything i know it's just still sad though yeah it is i, don't, I didn't mean to say she deserved death mm. but i've not i've not said yours yet do i i don't think i have one Favourite show, UFC. Yeah. Is that a show? <laughs> show, sure, UFC. Um, if your significant other became famous, what would it be for? <laughs> Maybe you'd be famous for um, you chase a guy down with his son and accuse him of stealing your phone just because they're black. <laughs> That's what she called. Uh, Mi- Ma- Ma- Mia? Maya? Mia Peroni. Yeah, Mia Peroni. No, it's not Peroni. Something, I don't know, but yeah. If anyone doesn't know who that is, look her up. That's a funny story. What would I be famous for? For your outfits. Some some blogger will uh, see you. I'll be the new Shia LaBeouf, but that doesn't beat beat you up. (laughs) Yeah. I'll be the new uh, Army Hammer. Oh, don't. Do you know anyone that knows that yet? Have you told people? I sent it to quite a few people. And what did they say? They were all like, what the... Yeah. So I, I, I was like, have you seen these like dms and people i'm sure people were just like what the hell is it have you been hacked or something what mm. do you mean like have you seen the leaked dms like have you seen kim kardashian's new workout or, but i was like i'm not like a gossip but these are fucking wild yeah so they came out a couple of weeks ago now um but yeah army hammer of uh man from uncle he played the the winkle Vi in social network um you know he's in call me by your name wasn't he yeah um yeah, so he's got like a, uh, his kink is cannibalism. Yeah, he's DMing birds, who I'm sure, who have, have like sought him out and been like, yeah, how would you kill me, daddy? And he's just like responding to it. But he comes out with some wild shit. He's like, yeah, I don't I, I don't know if we can say it. Are you allowed to say the shit that you said? I don't know. You're the... I feel like YouTube will shut it down. Yeah, just don't. Just He just, says bad things. Just search it. I don't know if you'll find because I was trying to find him and I had to really poke around to find him. But oh. Yeah, not... He was talking about, you know, like dismembering people and keeping bits of them and making them into vegetative sex slaves. and. Uh, you can put it on the screen. Have them pop, pop up. Yeah. And I don't think so. <laughs> put people off their dinner, won't it? Um, yeah, you know... Just drinking people's blood and like eating their ribs and you know all that sort of action. He's a good lad. Yeah. Um, what is their favourite takeout food? When, when it, it comes been... down to it, I think you really you really enjoy a Five Guys. I think Domino's is mine. That's Should we get a Domino's tonight? tried and true. Yeah. No, after I've this to celebrate. I've got stuff to cook. Fuck you then. Wait, I've got to do yours. You got to be quick with them. Yours is a. Uh, well, I don't know if it's your favourite, but it's one that you've discovered recently, sushi. Yeah, I'd never had it until we moved to where mm. we live now. Um, 
and because we've got like delivery so we can get like anything any time of day and, and we've just been absolutely abusing that what's your favorite though sush you like california rolls i just like it all i don't Those... have names for it all. no what was the one that you really liked the dragon the dragon one with the crispy onions you are the one that orders it. I just go, make, get us a sushi yeah. banquet. So it comes and I just see loads of sushi. I you don't just know eat what it all. I'm just going to skip loads of these. It's mega boring. Um, Did you not look at them before you? No, that's what I said. Oh, I said at the outset. I sort of scanned a couple of them. I was like, this seems like the type. But a lot of these are just so dull. Like, what's well, the second text in your inbox? <laughs> I'll just, I'll just we'll, we'll burn through them. We'll just go rapid fire. What are you okay, saying? Okay, okay, okay. What is something people don't know that they're good at? Um, Something that you're good at. That you're good at whistling really loud. Okay. I can shush loud as well. And shush, yeah. Not as much now. I can't whistle or shush as loud as I once could. Yeah. Um, after the accident. Um, yeah, something that you can do that people wouldn't know that you are good at. Um, you sing all right, and I don't think anyone hears you sing unless like they work with you, maybe. I don't think sing at work. But yeah, like I've got you... two modes, three modes of singing, just stupid singing, casual singing, and then singing that I actually put some effort in. So I don't really hear you doing like put effort in singing. I don't mm. know. I think that's like se- still secret yeah, from yeah. me. But when you're just like playing and you're just casual, yeah, you're doing like um, I'm wishing for <laughs> the one I love. But then it's all like nice, and you do the vibrato when you pitch Wait. it well. <laughs> You always tell me off, so for what is it? The timing? Yeah, your timing's shit. <laughs> um, who's who's their favourite? But, but it's not for anyone, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, can we get a little preve? No. Sneaky. Who's their favourite singer? It's such a weird question. Who has, like, my favourite singer is? I know you passed one. I don't think you We are... got into, who's that? Brandon Boyd. Yeah. Underrated singer, because everyone hates his voice. It's a little bit placebo-y. But... Mm. And he sings like this. That's good singing techers though. I know, but it's with the tongue funny. Still, it's still um, funny. I think people. Um, so it's the lead singer of Incubus, Brandon Boyd. He his voice is one. You can't accuse it of being like you know like which a lot of people you know like sort of jam night sort of men are, are often like in the top of their register. His is just like this heavenly bagpipe sort of a sound. Um, <laughs> Never heard it. It sounds good though. <laughs> heavenly his bagpipe. Control, is like the me- the actual melody, the creativity of the melodies, and mm-hmm. he sort of sits on the beat so nice. It's it's not just like I'm singing, you guys do something behind it. It's always like this puzzle where all the pieces are are as important, and they all leave space for each other in the band. Certainly on the past, well, I haven't heard the latest album, but A Crow Left of the Murder and Light Grenades, certified bangers, every single one, mm-hmm. unreal. Yeah. Um, but yeah sort of too long ago now and they've been releasing stuff I'm not a fan of in the past couple of years we both got into Donna Missal recently I only heard one song though have you oh, I've been rinsing it a little bit Donna Missal Vivo Sessions Keep Lying I think it's called yeah. sad sort of Jolene sort of tone of uh, you know thematically where it's like I know it's not good times and you don't like love me but just pretend will you stop you know It'll upset me if you don't at least pretend. And she just bodies it. It's like sort of, uh, you know, gritty Paolo Nettini style yeah. in there. Yeah. Bad. She a bad B. You get a call that they're in trouble 
what would it be for? <laughs> um, I got a call that you're in trouble, what would it be for? You would never get in trouble. You're good as gold. It depends what in trouble in what way can it be anyway? Yeah, yeah you could be like, Pete, someone's following me a bit from the bus stop. But even then I'm like cautious. Yeah. Got an answer? Um you would in trouble with the police, the only time that I can remember is when you punched the um what is it, the, the till system. Yeah, we don't have to really talk about that. Um, Why not? It's just Paints, paints me in a uh, bad line. It? No, because you have to explain it. We're at the self-service machine. This is this is when we're like 19, 20. Yeah, adults, but, you know, yeah. a long time ago. And the self-service machine is giving it, you know, like, please wait for assistance. Unexpected item in the bagging area. And it's like, right. And the light's flashing, the staff aren't coming over, and we're sort of looking around, like, where's the staff? It's like, please wait for assistance. And it's like, I understand I'll wait, it's all good. You can be quiet now, do you know what I mean? Like, you'd mute the notifications if you could. Please wait for a second. And it kept going. I was so annoyed with it. I know it sounds, like, petty, like, why would you be... But they're so annoying. Like, they've made them... They've been working on them for years now. So they've been around for, like, ten years now. And they've made them far less annoying. They're they're comforting now. You know, just, like, insert your club card for club card points. And you're just like, ah, yeah. (laughs) But back then, they were, like, just bleating out these instructions and you can, there's no option to stop it and it's in the style it's in it, it sort of takes the form of a human voice as well which is like especially annoying if it was just a flashing thing or a little noise or whatever you said i was good at whistling and then i didn't didn't whistle good a whistle loud whistle loud yeah. i am also good at the old like disney He's good at whistling. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's better than me. Let's not get him in here. It'd be weird to have a kid on episode 69. Just, just <laughs> it's odd, isn't it? Just, even though it's not been, like, even tenuously sexual. But um, where am I up to? Oh, yeah, so it's it's like a human is constantly repeating himself to you, which is would make anyone livid. Just, like, bite your tongue, guy. I've, I, I've understood you. Do you know what I mean? So if it was just a little arrow flashing or a little beep or whatever, I, I can live with that. But it's like a guy just constantly going, unexpected. And you're like, I got it. I'm waiting for the... And then we're like, hey, do you want to come and tell this machine to shut up? And then um, I just gave it a little dig, <laughs> which is like absolutely ludicrous. I know, but I, I didn't... I wasn't like, oh, you know, I just, I just went, you know, it almost was- like maybe I could get it to... And just mute. It was in in an instant, like one, like you were visibly getting more frustrated by it. Well, I just gave it a little rap. It was just like short. I just went right, and I just went. You know, as you would anything. You know, like if you stub your toe, (laughs) I was going to say you'd like slap the table, but people fuck with inanimate objects, don't they? Like you Mm. throw your phone or whatever. So you know, I just went shut up, and I just gave it a little, yeah, like a rap with the back of you know, just like like a knock. It wasn't even the strength that you would use to knock on a front door if you wanted to get in. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then the thing just cracked. And there was glass. And because it was glass, it had, like, cut my knuckle and it looked more dramatic. But your face, when you'd done it, yeah. it was pure shock. I couldn't believe how soft this machine was. You were... you were, And you, you regretted it straight away. You were... 
Yeah. Oh no, and I was just laughing. I, <laughs> I dismissed you. I was like, it's going to be a not, it's going to be a long one. This now. Yeah. And all these kids with it. They all, and I, I think I got lumped in with all these teenage kids that were near us. And they were like, what? What's that? What's going on? And then the guy came over and was like freaking out. He thought I was like the leader of these kids. And then, uh, yeah, the manager. They got me in some, I was like, what do I owe you? You know, I'm not trying to run away or nothing. Like, Mm. you know, let's solve, let's get get this thing sorted. Yeah, you admitted it straight away. And I went in like the back room and the manager was like pacing around going, I want him behind bars. And like, just losing his shit. Just some horrible little weaselly guy. And I was just laughing at him and the police came and just like took a statement. And he was saying like, I'm going to press charges. And they were looking at me like, you know, just like, forget this clown in the back. And they gave me a lift home. They were nice guys. So it's a nice story. Yeah. Um, oh, the next one is, you get a call that they're in trouble. Who would it be with? Who would it be with? I think you'd be with your sister. Yeah. And you'd be like, Pete, you have to send a taxi for us immediately. So there's some fucking yeah. ridiculous stuff's gone on. I think you would be with Sack. Without question. Mm. Two mentions on episode 69. He'll be overjoyed with that. What's your favourite thing about them? This make this question makes it seem like I've written all these and I'm just like, and then how would you say their penis is satisfactory? What's your favourite thing about them? Your penis. Um, <laughs> um, penis, such a shit word for it. <laughs> Expose your penis now. My favourite thing, so this is such a big, like their personality... About them physically. Yeah, and you can't pick one. No. Let's go physical. Okay. Um, just all the bits, you know, the normal bits that guys like on girls. There's nothing <laughs> the surprising. Bits. The batty swinging in the breeze, the puppies. Your nose. It's all hot. The eyes, the matter. I know this is making anyone sick listening, just like, uh, just a couple just saying they fancy each other. But, no. um, you know, shouts to. I, I gave a shout to Grace's nose earlier. I like a nice, interesting nose. A hot girl with a slightly unique nose. That's up my street, that. It's yeah. taken a while, though, to grow into it. To that conk. Yeah, it was huge as a kid. It was the most obvious part of, of me. Yeah. To it's... me, you would just look like, like we said of Grace earlier, you would just look like, if you'd have been mm. born with a nose that was didn't take growing into... <laughs> then you just look like any hot chick. I think that's why there's a lot of people that feel unhappy with their noses if it's if it's not, you know, the ideal yeah. s- like slope button nose. Um, it's As a kid, because you haven't grown yeah. into your features, it's, it's very prominent and you'll probably get bullied uh, because of it. And then by the time you have grown into it, you haven't accepted it and you haven't loved it. So it is harder to to uh, be all right with it as an adult and you might get it changed. I hear you. So sad, isn't it? Yeah. But then we're about to go get our teeth sorted, so it's the same, isn't it? Yeah. Hypocrites. I like... um, Can I guess? Go on. I think you're going to go these bad lads. The old, the old bald scratches. Yeah. Do you like your hands? Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't what I was going to say, but I think I've changed it back. By all means, keep them coming. <laughs> I was going to go, all oh, your hair. <laughs> take your hat oh, off. All of it, you mean. Please, please, you take your hat off. You can get fucked right in the <laughs> in the mouth. Um, Why not? You've just washed it. 
If they got their dream job, what would it be? Um, this is a nightmare question for you. Yeah, no. I don't know if it's your dream job, but there's two things, and it's they're both to do with films. Okay. So you've ha- you oh, have props said guy. you have said director, which yeah. I think you changed. Well, to... director's sort of the answer that I feel I have to give because mm. uh, you know you say something else not really, and they're like, oh well, how come you're not on your path to your ideal career? What's your five year plan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've you know took to because it's so easy to. I just have, had been saying director, but I've gotten. I enjoy it, but I've got no sort of burning desire yeah. to be that. I have whenever I see behind the scenes things. That's the other There's like a pyrotechnics guy, or you yeah. know the guy that's like, um, you know, oh, design this fucking you know spaceship, but it's an alien race from like millennia yeah. ago or whatever. That, like that all sounds, you know, yeah. just like making props or a set look a certain way. Mm-hmm. That that sounds incredible to me. I look yeah. when I'm doing music videos. I love making. Th- items for it making props or dressing sets for it and stuff as we're on the topic everyone go and check out uh, a couple of weeks ago did a lottery winners video with frank turner who is meant to be a big deal i've never really heard of him had you heard of him no everyone's like oh frank turner i was like i like i don't really know anything you and i want to get a lottery winner back in at some point and discuss that maybe that video, but at least that the fact that I now detest Frank Turner. Why? Because his video that he sent. Because we were like, so record yourself so that you can be in the video. And the man is evidenced in this video that he sent. I'm sure he's like, he, he must be good, obviously, if he's got success in the industry and stuff. But this video made him seem as if he couldn't have less charisma or talent. He just seemed like someone's cousin. That was shy. That was getting up at his first jam night, and it, I couldn't believe it. I was, my blood was boiling when I was. I was like, "How am I meant to make this into a video?" Why? What was? He was like, doing the most goony moves all the way through. Like I think I had said at one point. What if he watches this? Fuck you, Frank Turner. <gasps> you are a talentless hack. No, <laughs> it's not. Like no, I'm sure he's got good tunes. But the video you sent me was really really disappointing and it made me question how it is that a man like you has had any success <laughs> that's also bad I won't, i'll cut all this um yeah he was like reading the lyric he couldn't be bothered reading like learning his lyrics that he sings i felt like going this is going to be in a mute loads of people are going to see this thousands of people are going to see it you don't give a fuck if you seem shit i had to work such editing wizardry on this thing I wish that lottery winners, like, they're not going to like that I've said any of this because they defended him, they defended him. This is all me. The views expressed in this podcast do not reflect, do you know what I mean? But I I was like, anyone else, this would not have been usable. None of this would have been usable. If I was any other editor, they would have gone, I can't, there's nothing I can do with any of this. He's wearing this shit like lost and found jumper like, I don't know why I dress ridiculous, but this guy, it, it was like just some, oh, I, I hate it. He's, he had like gelled hair from the night before, it looked like, you know, like he'd gone to a fucking year six disco, gelled his hair up, slept and then woke up and he just had sort of nothing hair with bits of crumbs in it and shit. And he looked like he just, you know, when you got to school and people had just woke up eyes, he had just woke up eyes. We'd issued instructions, go in a room where it's like a blank background. So he'd sat in this room and there was like a fucking box and a cushion and shit I was like what is this 
I've been used to people sending in videos for different bands and I've been editing, do you know what I mean? Like either the band doing it themselves or, you know, there was the Jeremiah one where loads of people sent themselves in dancing and stuff. Yeah, just fans. Yeah, or I did a video with our friends for your 30th. Yeah. um, And, you know, I didn't even bother asking, by that point, I didn't even bother asking like, can you please do it? To this exact thing or can you hold it portrait or landscape or whatever because I had learned by that point that there's people just are not switched on with it do you know like you know how I always have to like turn the night light off on your laptop because you can't figure out how to do it or you just have all your tabs open and shit like people are just so scared of their devices that they don't know what's going on or what the name of any you know that people are much less equipped to film things than you would think and Frank Turner's video raised the bar for that it shocked me even though I was aware of you know the the layman's level I just I thought we can't use this I was just laughing at it like there's there's not one second of this that's usable he's like reading the lyrics and then looking back up if he just read the lyrics I'd be like right I suppose maybe you know we'll put something in front of his eyes I don't know or have them near the screen but he's going like reading them and then before he'd finished reading it looking away and then he's like scratching his face and shit he's doing these like moves you know just like sort of looking up and praying and and going and and he's going start again guys yeah like doing this stupid I hate I hate him and if I see him in the street I will attack him your face has gone red yeah my blood's boiling (laughs) um Should we press on? (laughs) You got so annoyed then. (laughs) Yeah, come on. Oh, first thing you noticed about the other person, and then we'll just sack it off. Oh, I know. And you don't remember this because you don't remember the actual first time that we were in the same room together. All right. So the first time that I remember you was on the first day of college, and it was like the... Not the induction... It was like the icebreaker class where you just get put in any class and you, you're just doing like an icebreaker activity and you just kind of introduce yourself and it's kind of just getting you warmed up. You're not doing any lessons or anything like that. And you were you sat next to me and I remember because you were wearing, I was wearing a stripy red and grey hoodie and you were wearing a stripy red and grey hoodie. Oh. And... I remember, the thing that I remember most about you was your deep voice. You, it was so deep. And I've just what, coming out... a 16-year-old? Yeah, coming out of school, I've never heard anyone sound like that. You sound like a man. And I was just like... And that was... And I didn't really and I didn't really look really at you. positively sloshing. I didn't really look at you because I was just looking down because I was quite shy. But I just remember your voice. I just didn't want to look at anyone. I was like, can't get enough of Love yeah, and then we kind of met properly, like, months later. Yeah. First thing I noticed about you, um, sort of like your... Um, <laughs> it's not meant to sound... I don't, well, we're going out now, so it shouldn't sound creepy, but like your physique, I guess. My... Yeah, you know, you petite, sort of. Mm. It's just like, oh, yeah, I could chuck her about. You know what I mean? That's the first thing you, you noticed. I, I was 16. What? No, you weren't 16. You were like 18. College, first year. Did we meet in first year? I'll have, I'll have clocked all the talent in the oh, year, to be fair. 
just like, oh, she would get launched off a bridge, you know? Do you ever have that feeling when you see Tommy Shelby, perhaps? Break that guy's ribs and eat them. <laughs> I would consume her flesh and then kick her skeleton into a canal. All right, well, uh, one thing that I know that you uh, are passionate about is the whole uh, cats versus dogs, the eternal debate that people are like, oh, are you a cat person or a dog person? Well, I, so I'm not passionate about it. I'm just very sure that cats are better for me. I like dogs, but for me, I could never have one. Why? There's so many reasons. Okay, well, that's, that's good enough for me, I believe you. <laughs> one, you need to wash them. They stink if you don't wash. They do always stink. They, and if you don't... And some dogs probably stink worse if you don't wash them, like, in a few days, every few days, I don't mm. know. Certain dogs probably you don't ever have to wash them. I don't know, but a lot of dogs stink. Stink. Yeah. Two, a lot of dogs bark really loud and just unnecessarily. There's no intruders. They just hear a sound and they just start barking. It's usually the little ones and they're just yapping. There's no peace and quiet. Yeah, who can listen to that constantly? Why would you invite into your life something that's guaranteed daily noise? Yeah, awful. And it's just evolutionarily there must be some uh, correlation behind this. But I, I know they say with cats for sure that it's sort of at the exact same frequency as a newborn baby, right? Mm. Um which will have been, you know, over time as we've domesticated them, the ones that sounded most like children created like the most of a a sense of alarm response inside humans. So I think with dogs, there must be something, because it used to be a wolf, so we did domesticate them as well. So it's something about like a dog's bark is actually the most jarring sound. We designed it like in a way, didn't we? We've sort of guided it towards having dogs on the outskirts of the village or whatever. And then we, we liked over hundreds of thousands of years, the ones that sounded most in a way that makes us go, ah! and then you want that in your house to just do it every day whenever someone comes past the window. Awful. Yeah. Continue. Third, and I'm not like, I'm not thought about these, they're just coming up. The most vicious attacks from pets have been from dogs. Yeah. If you don't train them well, they are, they are dangerous. And it's very easy to not train them well as yeah. well. Like we have, you know, countless friends who have dogs that they're just not putting enough time mm-hmm. into disciplining that dog or training it in the way that is best for safety, but also best for like enriching the dog's life. Yeah. You know, and people have indoor cats or whatever, but you know, I don't agree with having an indoor cat, just in my opinion, but having an essentially an indoor dog or a dog that you walk once every day or two that might need four walks a day is criminal, especially when you, you know, I think we can all agree the capacity for suffering is correlated, you know, positively with the capacity for experiences. And a dog's got sort of, I mean, they act like idiots a lot of the time, but Mm. they're smart, aren't they? So you can't be keeping a dog, like letting it just stroll about in the garden and that's its war. You have to take it out. If, if you, I meant to take it out all the time. You have to take it out all the time. You do. And then... Uh, and they... Yeah, they tear kids' faces off, eat children. There was... Professor Green did a uh, documentary a few years ago, Up Hagfold. 
you know, like, yeah. like one over from where we lived in Atherton. Was it that story about the girl with the pasty? There was a bunch of stuff, yeah, but some girl turned up with a pasty and the dog was like, oh, delicious oh, pasty, sounds... oh, delicious little girl. Kids are getting et by these dogs. There's some dogs that have been trained, but they just, like, their nature is to be vicious. And That's their breed. Yeah, so, like, Akitas, they're very well trained, mm-hmm. but... They're one of the most dangerous but, dogs. Um, you might be thinking of a pit bull, but pit bulls, I think, used to be called nanny dogs and they're meant to be good with children. So I think it is just... They yeah, say there's no bad dogs, there's just bad owners. I don't agree with that. I think some dogs are... Yeah, they, they're supposed to be good with children, but um, until a child that's not their family yeah. comes along yeah, yeah. and is deemed a threat, yeah. they can't... And that's a good dog if it's like defending yeah. your family yeah. in, in its eyes. So... Um, I don't agree that there's bad owners. Well, there are definitely bad owners. That's a huge mm. component of it. But like you say, there are dogs where the risk is higher. Yeah. And you need to definitely be a good owner if you're going to get this dog. Yeah. Fourth, you have to uh, look after it. You have to give it constant care. And this is probably a very personal one to me. I don't like like needy describe a dog's physicality oh know? yeah that this is you love five. you love having like a teddy of a yeah animal, you so know, this a cat's <laughs> like a squadgy like a pillow. yeah cats are like slinky and just soft and they just kind of very is it mal- malleable mm-hmm. they just kind of yeah uh and their legs kind of fold up and become like just part of like like a ball yeah whereas a dog it's just like this bloated like a like a football it's not soft it's hard and then its legs are like like when it's trying to there's so many it's times got where horrible tr- legs, it's horrible it? they're trying to get onto like you know it's like a deer's legs you know just sort of that hard a skeleton with like antler yeah. texture on top and then they've got these horrible little claws just grab it you know when they <laughs> and then someone else's dog and like oh don't worry about him and then, you know, they're like coming at you and they're yeah. stabbing you with their little... I don't like it. Cats have retractable claws. They've got nice yeah. little paws when they're not messing about. Mm. So they barely give you any of that. And when they do give you that, it almost feels nice when a cat, you know, puts its claws on you. But a dog's thing, it's well, horrible it little hooves that a dog it depends has. depends in what way. They're just kind of like stretching the... I even <laughs> the kind fingers. of like it when a cat like scratches you. What, like viciously? Yeah. Yeah. I'm That's just my... I like. That's your kink. Yeah. It's not my kink. <laughs> you know, I like, uh, you know, laser tattoo removal or, you know. Pain. Yeah, I like getting That's lemon in a, in a paper cup. Throwing it in your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> you know. The more a dog is like a cat, so the quieter it is, the softer and fluffier it is, um, the, the cuter it is with its face, you know, like pointy ears. Yeah you know more features of a cat then I like them more uh, but in general I just don't think I'd ever be able to have a dog and that's not to say I hate dogs I don't I like them I like looking at videos of dogs um, I like looking at videos you of want like, someone else to have the dog yeah like a kid The one of the best videos you can watch on YouTube is seeing like military people come reunited home. with Oh my god! Yeah, because cats don't give a fuck. No, yeah, there's there's plenty of good things about dogs that are better than cats, but personality-wise, I'm just a cat person through and through. But one thing I wanted to bring up because you reminded me of it is breeds. What do you mean? Just when um, you breed animals, so they become more and more a certain way, like pugs. Oh sure. 
that is like designer breeds yeah that is I you can't, get that with cats as well but just nowhere near yeah it's so it's awful it's abuse and you know there are people that you know really care about so this is an example i don't uh people that care about veganism vocal proponents yeah. of animal yeah. rights and then you know they, they might be quite a hip stylish person and they own a pug Mm-hmm. That is abuse. So, uh, uh, but a lot of them would say, oh, you know, I rescued this pug. So this is a pug that would have had a bad life. You know, it's already alive. So I'm going to... But where I would say, oh, so yeah, I can certainly see that argument. But when you are putting it out there on your Instagram, mm. you know, th- then your argument really begins to look a little bit um, sus to yeah. me. Because yeah. if you're just like, I'm just saving this dog, then it's all good. It's like, I think you're saving it for... IG points because you are putting it all over your socials and what you're doing then is sort of propagating this idea that that's a fashionable dog especially if you're an influencer or you're cool online Mm. vegans and shit are always like that you know just like telling people what to do online you start putting that dog out there and everyone's just gonna be like yeah that dog's cool and you're keeping that dog as a trendy thing Mm. and we need to start unlearning that about pugs and seeing them as the little weird freaks that they are that hopefully in a couple of decades don't exist anymore that's my hope. If you ask any vet, they will tell you that pugs are the most problematic breed and they will... To even be involved in it, do you know? Like, I think them saying, well, I was, I'm rescuing it. I think, is that not similar to me going, well, this chicken's already dead, so why don't you just eat these wings with me? Do you know what I mean? But they're yeah. like, they don't want to contribute to the meat industry. Mm. Don't contribute to designer pet yeah, industry. Yeah, yeah, then. that's a good point. It is a good point, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. So, you know, they might look cute... Some of them, to me, especially when they've got like a tongue just lolling out, they lolling go. out, and their eyes are like this. That's not cute to me. That just makes me feel sad. Yeah. Why do you want something around that's like disabled? Oh, it's it's really sad. It, like the whole cat dog thing. It's sort of weird that people like dogs, um, you know, more than cats. On and they'll say they'll admit oh, they just love you. Cats don't love you enough, and dogs. Love, and it's like, what is it about you that you? really need like who you are needs a dependent soul on you do you know what I mean it's like odd to me and then you're dialing that up when you get like Mm. a little spazzy dog do you know what I mean it's like oh yeah it's absolutely pathetic and then I feed it and it's like (laughs) it's like why do you want that you serial killer and it's not even a visual thing as well you hear it you can hear it just, just struggling struggling to breathe. That's what you want in your life. Oh the soundtrack God. of your life is an animal half dying yeah, in your house. Yeah, it's awful. Well, I think that's a good place to wrap up. <laughs> Thanks for coming on, Tanya. You're welcome. Um, you, don't have, you don't exist uh, in a loud public uh, you know, no, way. No, I'm so. a hermit, remember. So there's nothing to, to push. No. I'll push people then. You just go and check out some more episodes. There's other ones. There's a previous one with Tanya if you like hearing her voice, as I do. You. You say it to me now. And you. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and a bunch of other episodes. And uh, I don't know, go and check me out on Instagram or something. I don't know. It's weird. Normally people have got a thing to push. Thanks for coming on, Tanya. We'll watch this back in in the future, in a few months after we break up.